Tatiana Jovanovic, the founder of the Humanitarian Changemakers Network. Welcome to Changemaker Q&A, where we answer questions from young Aussies about social change to better equip and empower you to change the world. If you have a question about making change happen, just head to the link in the episode description to leave us an audio or a written question, or head to humanitarianchangemakers.net forward slash podcast. No question is too big or too small. We can help you with anything from breaking into the social change sector, questions about specific topics or issues you don't quite understand, or advice on how you can best take action to make a difference in the world. Now, on to today's question. Welcome back, everybody. Today's podcast episode is a really interesting one, I think. I mean, I think all of them are interesting. Um, But I think this question that we're answering today is one that a lot of people can relate to. So this question uh, comes from Kate, who asks, Sometimes I feel out of place in the social change world. I'm a massive introvert and I'm not good at speaking up. I feel really out of place at protests and rallies and I'm not really sure where I fit in. Now, like I said, I'm sure this is one that a lot of people can relate to. And I know that Haley wrote a really great article in our special edition of the Changing Times newspaper, which you can actually download for free at humanitarianchangemakers.net forward slash changing dash times. Um, and her article was all about the world of activism and how it can be really overwhelming as an introvert. And this question reminded me of something that I came across during COVID lockdown. And it's called the Social Change Ecosystem Map. And it's by a woman named Deepa Iya, I want to say. I'm not really good at pronouncing names. Um, But Deepa is an author. She's written a book, uh, We Too Sing America. She's the host of Solidarity Is This podcast. She is a senior advisor at Building Movement Project. And she's a South Asian American activist and lawyer. Uh, And the social change map is a really great tool for any individuals to kind of check in and see what kind of change maker they are and how their role contributes to the overall social change ecosystem Uh, in our lives and as part of the groups or the organizations or the movements that we are part of. We all play different roles in the pursuit of equality, justice, inclusion, liberation, sustainability, whatever um, the world we're trying to create is. Now, there are 10 different roles within this social change map. And I'm going to leave a link below to uh, one of Deepa's original articles if you want to actually see it visually. But I'm going to go through and I'm going to kind of explain what these different roles are. So there are weavers. Weavers are people who connect everyone together. Um, They connect funding and resources and organizations to one another. So if you're that person who often finds yourself saying, hey, I actually know someone who could really help with this, then you're probably a weaver. Then there are caregivers. Caregivers are people who provide nourishment to organizers They um, exude concern and love for everyone and they try and create a community of care. Now, if you're that person who might find yourself handing out snacks or water at a protest, then you're probably a caregiver. Storytellers are people who document and share the experiences of those with lived experience um, or those who are involved in um, the particular cause. 
Now, if you are that person who finds yourself interviewing people for a podcast or sharing stories on your blog, then you're probably a storyteller. Healers are those who provide counseling support for people who might be taking direct action or they tend to the individual or intergenerational traumas of things like white supremacy, racism, colonialism, capitalism or patriarchy. So if you're a person who might um, promote self-care for activists or offer workshops um, to heal people, then you're probably a healer. Disruptors are those who speak up and take action, especially when it's really uncomfortable and it might be risky. Um, And you kind of have plans to shake up the status quo and build people power. So if you're the person who's um, out there organizing a rally when there's some kind of injustice at the front of a protest, then you're probably a disruptor. Visionaries are people who remind us um, that regardless of the outcome, we all need to stay focused on reimagining the different society that we're fighting for because returning to normal is not an option. So if you're that person who's constantly reminding everyone of what the campaign goal or the strategy is, particularly if we've kind of had a loss, then you're probably a visionary. Now, frontline responders are people who provide support and can quickly and ably transition into a real rapid response mode. And they can instinctively organize resources, networks, and message people to help out. So if you're that person who could mobilize a group of people to rock up to Parliament House within an hour because they've just announced um, a bill that goes against um, your particular cause, then you're probably a frontline responder. Experimenters are people who identify and test out new ideas to change the status quo. So if you're that person who's running a startup and you've got a really great um, innovative idea, then you're probably an experimenter. Guides are people who share lessons about how others have historically organized to change systems of power and bring together the past and the present, channeling the histories and also the experiences of ancestors to shed light on what is possible today. So if you are that kind of person, then you are probably a guide. Now, finally, there are builders. Builders are people who can work across different divisions with patience and compassion. They are actively developing new ideas and structures and the scaffolding for organizations and movements. So if you're that person who's always out networking and looking for ways that an organization can maybe share resources and collaborate, then you're probably a builder. Now, none of us can, or should for that matter, play every single one of these roles. Now, you might find that you fall into a number of these roles, depending on your personal and external circumstances. And an effective, healthy and sustainable social change ecosystem will require different actors to play these roles and often at different times. So have a little think about which of those roles you likely occupy Or maybe if you're somebody who is highly engaged in the social change space, think about which role you'd probably be best suited to. 
Now, Kate mentioned in her question that she feels a little uncomfortable as an introvert at things like protests and rallies, and that's totally okay. But it's important that just because you're not comfortable being front and center in an activism environment, it doesn't mean that you shouldn't necessarily support these things. It just means that you have to learn how you can contribute in different ways. Now, thinking about the roles that you feel that you occupy, do you feel comfortable in that role? I'm someone who loves learning, and I'm always looking for opportunities to grow my knowledge and skills, and that's why I swear by Skillshare. Skillshare is an online learning community where you can explore thousands of classes in design, photography, business, and so much more. Since joining Skillshare, I've taken classes in things like watercolor art, design thinking, art journaling, storytelling through video, art activism, podcasting, and I even use Skillshare to learn Spanish. If you're new to Skillshare, you can get started with a free trial to get unlimited access to the entire catalog with a premium membership. Just head to humanitarianchangemakers.net forward slash Skillshare for a free trial. And if you're already a Skillshare member, make sure to take our Social Change 101 class. Now, I want you to think about which roles come really natural to you and which ones you feel really comfortable playing and why that might be. Then I want you to think about which roles might feel make you feel really alive and why that might be. Now, are there any differences between these two responses? Um, and if there are, you might want to explore that. Now, speaking to my own experience, I would say that naturally and very comfortably, I am a storyteller. I've always loved documenting my personal mission to live consciously, explore and change the world on social media, um, like my YouTube channel and my blog, and sharing other people's stories through podcasts and on my channel is also something that has um, really come naturally to me and been something that I feel really comfortable doing and something that I enjoy. But if I think about what role would make me really come alive and what role might use the skills and experience that I have developed over the years, I would say that it's probably the role of a builder. And I think if I was to transition into that role or step into that role in particular circumstances, that would really make me shine as a change maker. Now, Think about how you might be able to stretch yourself. Are there any ways or areas where you can kind of take bolder risks, especially if you're someone who holds on to different forms of privilege? What do you think you might need to learn about before you can do that? Or are there any people that might be able to teach you or mentor you how to step into that role? Have you ever been in a situation where you were asked by someone else to step into a different role? How would you feel about assuming those roles? What do you think the impact of those might be on you physically, energetically, emotionally, or even spiritually? And is there an impact on others as a result of that? I think for myself, the impact of me shying away from assuming certain roles is actually hindering the impact that I could be having in the social change space on the issues that I care about. Now, an excellent question that Deepa poses is, if I work in or adjacent to the nonprofit and movement ecosystem, how am I holding on to purpose, especially given that 
pulls and contradictions of purity, proving wokeness, productivity, maintaining constant performance and output at the cost of overwork, replication, martyrdom, and low impact, personality, the overemphasis on celebrity activism and social media relevancy, and perfectionism, expecting to get it right all the time and being afraid to own up to mistakes. Now, I think for most of us, it's a matter of when and not if we feel like we are holding on to any of those kinds of pulls and contradictions. Um, How do you acknowledge them and course correct without just kind of feeling like you failed and given up? That is definitely something I think we should all think about when we reflect on our role in the social change ecosystem. So hopefully that does give you a new perspective on the different ways you might be able to fit into the social change space, especially if you are somebody like Kate, who is more introverted. This space isn't just for people who are loud and ready to be center stage and have their voices heard and demand justice. The social change space really is for everyone and you just have to find what the right role for you is and step into that role. Now, as always, I will leave any relevant resources down below in the episode show notes. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Changemaker Q&A. If you have a question about changing the world that you'd like me to answer, just head to humanitarianchangemakers.net forward slash podcast. If you enjoy the show, we'd really appreciate it if you'd leave us a review so that we can get the word out and equip and empower as many young people as we can to change the world. The Humanitarian Changemakers Network is a solutions media and education platform, so feel free to head to our website for plenty more news and resources to help you make change happen.